Nash here with the Chico Vibe. It's a wonderful time for a beer edition here on your community-powered radio station, KZFR 90.1 FM, listener-supported community radio for the Sacramento Valley, the foothills, and beyond. December 16th edition of the Chico Vibe. We have a couple of uh, themes this week. It's the most wonderful time for a chat and, of course, the most wonderful time for a beer. And that was from last weekend's Mary Standish Christmas special, the uh, self-titled It's a Wonderful Time for a Beer. It's also a wonderful time to talk with Arts Devo, Jason Cassidy, on our, our <laughs> weekly little uh, weekly little thing. How you doing, Jason? I'm good. Thanks, Phil. Guillermo. Sorry. Thanks, Guillermo. Yeah, you're welcome. Have you seen any Aaron Standish's? Uh, Mary Standish, you got any memories from seeing these guys? Gosh, it's been a long time. Not not, not since way back in the day at Duffy's, back when uh, when Mrs. Diva was a bartender there. And I came in one night and saw a little bit of one of them. But I haven't seen much of it. I'm familiar with them, though. You know, as I hear this Mary Standish, Jason, and we talk every week about arts, I, I think it's particularly this quote-unquote whatever stage of the pandemic we're in, it's just like, I just said much more sensitive to how important the arts is. And uh, this is a wonderful quote that I saw as I was thinking about this. I'm on Facebook and I'm like, well, look at that. There's a quote that's pertinent. It says, the function of art is to do more than tell it like it is. It's to imagine what is possible by bell hooks. And uh, I just can't say enough for how important art is to bring people together, you know, for a, a yeah. common interest, a common good, to have fun. It was so nice to be, you know, in that Mulberry Mulberry Station Brewery and just everyone just like letting go and got to talk to Rick Carr and Sandy. And uh, it's Very a really nice. important part of our community. What would you add to that? Yeah, I, mean, I think that, that that I think that is art is more than just re-relating reality. I mean. Mm-hmm. It's, it can be you can create your own reality, and imagination is so important. You know, when you have to be creative to experience, you know, time together with the community as we have to during this time. All right, so everyone out in the arts community, everyone supporting it or thinking of supporting it or going to shows, we love you. Yeah, absolutely. What do you got for us or for for our arts folks 
art-centric listeners, Jason? Well, it's that time. It's that wonderful time for 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 a cheer <laughs> instead of yeah. in, in addition to a chat and a beer um, combination of the two. Maybe mostly holiday stuff going on right now. The Nutcracker up in Paradise is happening uh, at the Paradise Performing Arts Center. Um, Northern California Ballet is putting on their annual thing December seventeenth to nineteenth. You can go to northerncaliforniaballet.com for info and. Oh, there's also, yeah, Chico State, that's still happening. Yeah, December 17th, we still got time for that. Noche Buena, Christmas Eve in Mexico, features Ballet Folklorico de Los Angeles and Mariachi Garibaldi de Jaime Cuela. They celebrate holiday traditions in Mexico and also do, like, Spanish versions of all the classic songs and stuff. I've gone to one of those before. It's really fun. And that's uh, information for that at ChicoPerformances.com. Yeah, so, so lots of cheer. Lots of beer. Lots cheer, of chat. Beer, cheer, beer. and chat. I like it. <laughs> You know, I got this from Scout the Wise, uh, their uh, Instagram page. But there's a a show, a house show and pop up shop, Passion Fruit, Saturday, December 18th, 11 a.m. to 5 p.m., 1311 Broadway Street. And uh, there will be a cover after 3 p.m. because they've got live music: Roxy Doll, Scout the Wise, Playboy Smooth, Seth Prince. Right. Yeah, they, I, I might, I think I'm gonna head over and check that out. That really seems like fun. Isn't Kevin Nealon coming tonight? Kevin, I just saw that. I just I just saw that. Yeah, that's crazy. It's like the sometimes the comedy shows at the El Rey Theater. Uh, I don't hear about them. You know, they don't. They don't. I don't see any advertising for them. But uh, yeah, Kevin Ewan, Saturday Night Live alum tonight, El Rey Theater, El Rey Chico dot com. You can get info on it. That's perfect timing for this show. Yeah, I guess so. Huh? Get on over there and uh, laugh laugh it up. I love the comedy scene in Chico. I love Kevin Newman too, man. He's hilarious. I like his dry humor. Very dry, extremely dry. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know, Jason, you and I have talked a couple of times about our, our love for Science Against Inhumanity. It was a group that uh, I started, and uh, I started it for a, and a story I'll tell real quick. is uh, Someone that I was helping out, she's eight years clean and sober. She, she came over to my house, and she said, do you have a bunch of markers? I want to make a whole bunch of signs. And then I woke up, and she was gone. I took a nap. She's gone. And then she came back, and I could see it on her Facebook. She was all around town posting all these signs. Oh, wow. But the beauty is that we're going to play this for our listeners and then maybe a little comment around it. But I I got to see her. She's living up in Oregon now with her her daughter. And uh, dad's up there visiting the daughter. So she came down. She's tooling around in Chico. So uh, let's let's listen up to this here on Peepaw Radio. Feel like the world don't love you. People don't see you You feel like you're in the way Today you feel as everyone hates Pointing their fingers Looking at your mistakes You do good They want great No matter what you give They still want to take you Give your love and they throw it back Give your heart They go on attack When there's nothing left for you Only thing that's left to do is say Today, today, live like you wanna Let yesterday burn Throw it in the fire In the fire In the fire Live like a warrior Today, today, live like you wanna Let yesterday burn Throw it in the fire, in the fire, in the fire. Live 
live like a warrior There are some things you should let go They're only gonna pull you down Just like weight on your shoulder It's only gonna make you drown We all swing high, we all swing low We all got secrets people don't know We all got dreams that we can't let go We wanna be brave, don't be afraid, no Today, today, live like you wanna Let yesterday burn Throw it in the fire, in the fire, in the fire Live like a warrior. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. What's the name of that one? Um, live like a warrior. <laughs> nice. So wonderful to see you. Anything to say for the listeners? I love you all. <laughs> I love Thank that. you. <laughs> all right. I always love hearing a, a banjo playing and someone singing to it, huh? <laughs> oh, I love it. I mean, you're probably in a minority that says, I always love hearing a banjo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, yes, I, I could be. As long as it's someone singing along to it. If it's just a banjo, you know. <laughs> I agree with you. I love, I love banjo. But it's not a popular instrument. Yeah. I like bagpipes, too. So that's, yeah, another, me too. that's another one people bag, rag, I rag actually, on the bagpipes. I, <laughs> I got some bagpipes for free last year. I haven't, I haven't learned how to use them yet. Oh, wow. That, that, that's something you can do in 2022. There you go. Yeah. That'll be, yeah. Annoy my neighbors in 2022. I'd like to talk a little bit, um, you know, on our second theme, you know, it's a wonderful time to chat and how that relates to your uh, We're Not Enemies editor's note that uh, is in the current print edition that came out the first of the month, first sure. Thursday of the month. Well, yeah, I mean, it's like, it's so hard. It's like, you know, we all have, we're all human, we all have emotions, and so we all react to things. And sometimes that reaction includes sort of putting people into a category and, and labeling them. I've done it plenty of times myself. As I kind of go forward in this role as the editor, I just wanted to sort of set the stage for maybe a better way to to communicate with the community. How am I going to do this going forward? And and it, it seems obvious that it can't it can't make you can't make anything work if you already have a name and an enemy. So I'm going to endeavor to just discuss. I'm still going to be mad about things and call people out on you know, on their actions or their words and and have discussions about that. And I expect people to do the same back to me, but I'll try and do so without name calling people names. I really gravitated to the column, Jason, because that's really a, a vein that I'm trying to take this show as well, you know, to have conversations, to talk about things that bring the community together versus concentrating on things that pushes apart. So, uh, you know, I look yeah. forward to how things roll out as, in your new editor's role and, and how you're going to actuate that. I think it's a wonderful thing. Yeah, there's a, a, a great bit by that comedian, Patton Oswalt, where he talks about how, of course, we have to respect each other's right to have ideas and believe anything that we want. We don't have to respect the beliefs, though. You know, we don't mm-hmm, have to, mm-hmm. idea, we can say that ideas are wrong or, and that, that maybe even that someone's actions are damaging to somebody else. You can think whatever you want, though, and that's, uh, I think, something that gets lost, you know, that, that there are people who think differently than we, do, we, we think, and it's okay. That's all right. Yeah, I think the important thing that Bob Trouch will touch upon, or, or even uh, the author of the book, uh, Talking Across the Divide, it's really important to understand why people have the opinions they have. I mean, most people feel yeah, exactly. as if they're, they're the protagonist and, they, you, you know, what they believe is true, you know, and if you come at them telling them they're wrong, 
that never plays out well. Yeah. No, usually it's better, much better just to ask people why they believe. Yeah. In I, was, I was telling Bob Trouts before the interview, Jason, I'm like, you know, you can't possibly get better and better at what I do or what a, a reporter does without listening. So I think over the, over time, my listening skills have gotten better and better because that's kind of the gig. You know, yeah, that is the gig. Yeah, <laughs> you know, unless you want to have some sort of interview like Geraldo Rivera or uh, Sean Hannity, where it's like conf- you know a conflict. You know, they like to see a fight. I mean, you've got to be able to listen, huh? Absolutely. Or you know, a lot of times those things are pre predetermined too. It's like that that fight is planned. Yeah, we don't need any more pre planned fights. We'll save that for WWE, the wrestling, right? Exactly. They can they can they can clown all they want. Clown all they want. Well. Really a joy to um, have this conversation, Jason. Next next week will be our Christmas edition, I think, huh? So, uh, yeah. Alrighty, my friend. Until the next All time. Right. Thanks, Cameron. Guillermo Mash for the Chico Vibe on KZFR ninety point one FM says it sure is a good time for a chat here on Peepaw Radio. If you want to change someone's mind, there's one thing you can do that'll give you a greater chance of success than almost anything else. Hmm. I'm Justin Lee. I'm the author of Talking Across the Divide, and I have spent my entire career working to change minds on controversial issues. And over the last 20 years, I've watched a lot of other people try to change minds as well. Some of them have been successful, but many haven't been. And consistently, there is one major thing that the successful people do better than the unsuccessful ones. They listen first. I know listening to change minds seems counterintuitive. Usually the more you want to change somebody's mind, the more you tend to talk and the less you tend to listen. We often assume that the best talker, the best arguer, will win the argument, causing the other person to change their mind. But have you noticed making the best case doesn't always change the other person's mind. Often it just makes them more defensive. If changing minds is your goal, it's not enough to be the best talker. You have to be the best listener. And you should do your listening before you make your case. Business guru Stephen Covey famously wrote that one of the seven habits of highly effective people was to seek first to understand, then to be understood. It's a basic principle of human nature that all of us want to be understood. If you and I are arguing about something and I seem like I don't want to listen to you, it's probably because I'm frustrated because I think that you don't understand me. The harder you argue, the more I'm going to dig in my heels because I don't want to listen to someone who doesn't understand me. So if you want to change my mind, stop arguing and start listening. Ask me about myself and my views, and listen thoughtfully to my responses. The better you listen, the more I feel understood. And when I feel understood, that helps me calm down and puts me in a better state of mind to listen to you. Meanwhile, as you're listening to me, you're also learning about me. You're learning how my mind works, what I value, how much knowledge I do or maybe don't have about the topic at hand, and why I believe the things that I believe. So when I'm finally done talking and I'm ready to listen to you, you've already set the tone for productive dialogue and you've learned a lot of things about my state of mind that can help you make a better argument. So next time you feel like your words are going nowhere in an argument, just stop arguing and start listening. It will make you way more effective when it's your turn to talk.
For more tips like this, check out my book, Talking Across the Divide, How to Communicate with People You Disagree With and Maybe Even Change the World. It's available now from Penguin Random House, wherever books are sold. I have on the phone a friend and uh, someone I have a tremendous amount of respect for, Bob Troush. He's with Chico Housing Action Team. Bob's going to give a little insight on, uh, there's a lot of conversation around talking across the divide, but I really feel that listening and responding across the divide has been a big reason why Chico Housing Action Team and uh, and their affiliates have been successful. So maybe you can add some uh, color around that, Bob Troush, and welcome to KZFR. Right. Well, I think there's two parts, really, or more than two parts. One certainly is hearing and not just listening. I think a lot of people right. mm-hmm. are listening with someone, but the reality is what they're listening is for a pause so they can say how they feel. And, and so you're not really hearing what that person has to say. I think at the point that you start actually really hearing a person and what they have to say and given it time to do that, can learn something, first of all. You can learn something from that person, how they think, how they feel, what's legitimate and what they're saying. And then you have an opportunity to respond back, and it becomes a give and take. It becomes a dialogue rather than what we have seen so much in this community, our monologues going on on both sides of the aisle, so to speak. And I've never felt that that is, is advantageous. I would rather talk to someone, listen to them, find out, how they think, how they feel, and actually become a friend, become somebody mm-hmm. you actually care about and have differences. In a, any family you have, I don't care how many you know, families you look at, everybody in that family has a different view of how life should be and what should be done in life. And yeah. so it's mm-hmm. no different with someone who feels differently than you because the whole goal, obviously, is to make something positive happen, make some kind of a change, whatever this situation is. In our case, we're chat, it's about homelessness and housing people and changing their lives and trying to make it as be as successful as possible. For us, what we want to do as chat, we want to talk to everyone. We want to hear everyone, what they have to say, what their issues are, why they're angry, why they're not, why they're happy, whatever it happens to be. Because then you actually can have a friendship, you can have a relationship, and then you start looking at, at that point, when you break through that crust and, and that dialogue starts happening instead of monologuing, that's when progress starts happening. That's when change starts happening. That's when you see things and, and people coming together for the good of the community. And, you know, I think the chat has worked really hard at doing that. You know, I certainly have different views than many of the people in this community, but I've certainly learned a lot from so many people in this community that some people might say, well, they're this or they're that. I don't want to hear that. That doesn't help us move forward. That doesn't help the people that we're trying to help at all. That's more of an ego base as far as I'm concerned, rather than what can we do to help the community? Who do I have to hear and listen to to make those changes? So for me, I've gone out in the community, as personally me, and, and tried to create relationships. And some of those relationships have turned into real friendships. And that's really important because now I can trust that person that person can trust me, and we can understand that we have differences in our political views, mm-hmm. all of our views, but we also know that we're trusting each other and we're working together to make something better happen in this community. And that's how I view chat, and what we do is hearing the community, all the members of the community that willing, are willing to respond, and then saying, okay, how can we make a difference? What is it that we have to do to work together to help Chico be a better community. 
and a more receptive community and a more helpful community and one that actually cares about the people in the community on all levels. And, you know, again, we start making things happen that way. Yeah, you do. You, your organization does a really good job. But I, I would paraphrase, listen to learn instead of listen to respond. And the other thing, uh, Bob, that your org- the chat organization does really, really well, it's kind of an age-old adage as a writer, show, don't tell. You know, you, you can get you can get tied up in just listening to someone and telling them what they should believe. But chat's got <laughs> such a wonderful program and so many people that can speak so eloquently about it. You can just take them around and have them talk to people, huh? You know, again, that that's another part to me yeah. of chat. We started chat was the decision uh, for us was to look for solutions, not talk about it. So many yeah. times I mm-hmm. will talking and talking and talking. Let's meet next week again and talk. Well, we know what the problem is. How much time do we have to give to talking versus looking for a solution? And that's what Chad has done all along. Some people refer to us as we lay the track just before the train gets there. There's some truth to that. But the other side of that is we're ready to lay that track when the train gets exactly. there. Exactly. And, and, you know, and we're looking for that solution. That's why we have so many different programs. We started with just, well, we'll get some people off the street who don't have enough money to get into a house, but they can get into a room. Wow, there's families that are in crisis. Wow, you know, there's veterans that are in crisis. Wow, there's students living on the street. Wow, there's people who are passing away and have all kinds of health issues. And we can have them, the last phase of their life, be safe and, and secure. So we started doing all these different programs as we saw different parts of the community that needed help. And again, that was just, each one became a solution. Wow, they don't have a lot enough food. Well, let's let's start a food program. Wow, they don't have any dishes and tables and beds. Well, let's start right. a, a warehouse. Right. And start. So each one of those is solution-based. You see the problem, talking about it will never get you anywhere. You start looking for it. And you make mistakes along the way, but the point is you keep trudging forward and trying to make positive things happen. Yeah, and I can't help but add this in before we close, but I mean, an organization like Chat, Bob, there's no way you can lay the track just before the the train gets there unless you've got your ear on that track that's already been laid. And you guys do a, a really good job of that. And I'm just so proud to, to know you personally and for all the great work you do in the community. Well, again, chat chat is many voices and many people, and yeah. I think that's a really important part. When I was talking about listening to everyone, chat listens to everyone, whether they're a volunteer, a paid employee. Yeah. We listen to everyone because best practices comes out of many minds. Exactly, and I know my son Eric's done some volunteer work with you guys, and that's kind of like what he was saying all from the get-go. Hey, they're listening to me. They want to know what I think or the people in the, in the home think, so... Uh, yeah, yeah, we, I think we can possibly talk too strongly about, you know, the ability to listen and care, huh? Yep, I think so. I think so. And sometimes also, just as a, the last ending here, sometimes what I've discovered when you're having a meeting, you hear a lot of voices that are going, then you see two, one, two, three people who aren't saying anything. And I found so many times if you stop and say, how do you feel? You learn something, you know, sometimes magical because yeah. they've been into it all and digesting it, regurgitating it, or not regurgitating it, you have to bring it out. And they say, wow, they just, they just found the answer for us. And I think, again, that goes back to listening and hearing mm-hmm. and you know, being aware of the people around you. All right, Bob Trouss, thank you so much. And thank you, Chico Housing Action Team. And uh, keep up the great work. You too, buddy. You do amazing stuff out there. Thanks so much. You have a great night. Yeah, you too, Bob. Guillermo Mash with a hearty thank you to Lucy G and Bill K for supporting the Chico Vibe and care of 
ChicoHousingActionTeam.net. We conclude this episode of the Chico Vibe with Mary Standish Comedy as performed at Mulberry Station Brewery last Saturday. Until the next time, always remember, if you have a roof, be grateful. I'm here with Rick Carr and Sandy and some friends, but uh, what are you thinking of the show so far? We're at intermission. I'm just so happy to be out in public at the Mulberry Station. This is great. And the show tonight has been spectacular. I love the content. It just, you know, it's, uh, it's right up my alley. I tell you, John Bertoli's version of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer tonight was just spectacular. It was hilarious. And the, vo- the voices were just, like, spot on. Okay, story time, kids. Hello, I'm Sam the Snowman. You know, if I live to be a hundred, I'll never forget the story of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. It all started as Santa's lead reindeer daughter first became a proud papa. We'll call him Rudolph. Mama, Papa, wee-wee-wee. What the f***? I'd say he has a glowing nose. Yeah, I'd say it even blows. Uh, we're gonna have to kill him before Santa sees him. <laughs> Did I hear my name? Well, is this the newest member of the family? Oh, what the foo foo foo? Sorry about the F word, but holy f. <laughs> I'm sure it'll stop by the time he grows up. Well, I hope so. If he ever wants to be a my head slave someday. Oh well. Goodbye, Rudolph, you little freak. Oh, mama. What about you, Sandy? What do you, what do you got? Well, I just watched Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer with my second grade class yesterday. And yes, his voices were spot on. It was hilarious. You teach second grade class? I do. No wonder you look so young. You know, he does sheet metal. He looks six years older. He's nine years older than me. He's nine years. He's got a really strong handshake, though. <laughs> yeah, he has big muscles. <laughs> Backstage, Stevie Cook after the show. What do you got to say? People loved it. Yeah, yes, they did. Yeah. I had a good time. You did. Yeah. You I guys killed it. You killed it. Thank you. We're still alive. Yes, we are. So that's the best kind of killing. Is this a real microphone? It, it is. It is. Oh, it good. Is. It really is. <laughs> All right. Thanks a lot. All right. Thanks, Bill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about you, John Bertoli? How do you pronounce your name? Bertoli. Bertoli. Yeah, it's like the wine, the olive oil, yeah. the pasta. Except I have one L. They knocked one L out of my name. They knocked the L out of my name. Okay. So Roland was saying you guys started pretty much right out of high school. Uh, they did. Yeah. They did. And I, well, yeah, I did too. But I was, I was in a whole different uh, realm. I had another comedy partner, Phil Pearson, and uh, then we kind of saw each other's shows, and we got together, and we started doing uh, multiple shows and uh, plays. The rest is history. Yeah. Appreciate it. Well, you're getting a, you're getting an autograph. Well, yeah. I Dude. I want all of them. Shoot, I didn't think of that. Okay. Do you charge, Aaron? Uh, no. No. <laughs> That's an acceptable I answer. Sign other people's names, so you do. Oh, you do. Oh yeah, it says Hank Aaron. Yeah, you want one it says me? Hank Aaron. No, not you. Aaron. What are you saying, Liz He's Mary? By your show, I really loved it. We all loved it. We, you know what? It was so much fun. For it went super fast. I feel like for us, I. Oh my God, we're at the end of the show already. But yeah, it definitely it felt great. But 
definitely knocking off a little rust there trying to get tech yeah, all going and yeah. I think the audience was knocking off some rust. <laughs> I think so right? too. I right? think we all were. And yeah. that's okay. You know what? We are all out of practice at just being a community and yeah. it's time to get back to that. As long as we don't all kill each other. Like exactly. Welcome to the super spreader, everyone. Super spreader. It was super. It was super. It was spreading and then she spreads and then it's super and it's all super. <laughs> Thanks guys. Without you. Just Next day I threw 